Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Hey, welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal and Blue Wire. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill, and we're here each week to give you our thoughts on the Raiders before entering the world of other topics we seem to find interesting. How are you, buddy? What I'm you, good. What are you, what, are you, what are you doing there? I'm good. What do you mean? What are you clicking on? What are you watching? I'm not watching anything. Okay. I just have my computer open. I'm here. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it is. We are here in studio, obviously. Thank you for watching us uh, out on YouTube. And I was like, first I just sat like this, and I was like, well, why do I have my laptop in front of me if my hands are out to the side? It's true. So then I pulled my hands behind my laptop as if I'm typing, but I'm not actually typing anything. You're just pretending. Well, I'm not even to pretending to type. I'm just having my hands in a position where it would be natural to be typing. Yeah, I'm. I don't know why I have this laptop. Um, I have to read off the welcome and the ending because I can't because I can't <laughs> it's good. Uh, memorize it. And we've only been doing this for like two years, um, and it's the exact same thing except sponsorships change. Well, you want to get it right though. Yeah, you want to get it right. I got to get the sponsors right because they do such a good job for us. But uh, yeah, going into this, um, I have no idea why my laptop's here other than that. Got the phone here. Got the phone here counting down the uh, minutes, Larry. Uh, so I'm on top of that. I'm on top of uh, uh, how long we've been uh, on this. And so far, eight seconds. It. So good. Yes. Good work. We're doing well. Um, before we get into the Raiders, okay, let's switch it up here this week. Saw a Netflix documentary, or not, I think it was Netflix. Um, Louis Capaldi, have you seen it? Louis Capaldi? Yeah. No. You have not seen that one? No, here's, here's my issue right now, and it, it'll tie into what we're going to be probably talking about at some point. Um, this is the time of year, I think most people would say, hey, in our jobs, what we do, this is off season. This is great. Yeah. Uh, I watch... So many players' tapes right now getting ready for the draft. It's all I'm watching. I realized, So you're not watching docs. So I realized yesterday that I have not opened Netflix or um, now I'm just plugging everything that's out there. I haven't opened Netflix, Disney Plus, uh, Hulu Plus. Amazon. Uh, I, don't, I don't. Amazon has some weird programming out there, man. Okay, so you haven't Shout seen Shout out Jury to the Amazon Duty. folks. You haven't seen Jury Duty. Uh, wait, Comedy the, on the Amazon. The Shore movie I've seen. No, no, no. Comedy on uh, Amazon. It's the guy. You know who did that is the guy who did The Office. It's funny. Okay. It's hilarious. Okay. Here's your premise. Everyone in it, it's Jury Duty. Everyone in it is an actor. The jurors, the judge, the defendant, the plaintiff, everyone, except one guy. And you don't know who it is? No, you do know who it okay. is. Okay. They bring him there saying, hey, we're doing this movie on jury duty. It's your jury duty. You show up. It's regular jury duty. We're doing this movie. Do you mind if you're in it? Um, everyone's going to be in it. We're just doing a documentary on what jury duty's like. And he's like, yeah, sure. And they're just crazy people. They all have their characters just like in the office. They do crazy things. Okay. And this guy at times is like, man, this is really weird. Who are these people? But he still doesn't know everyone in it as an actor. They go through a whole trial. It's a great premise. And it's hilarious. Okay. I'll uh, I'll add that you to the list right after the draft and yes. uh, yeah I I even noticed yesterday and this obviously this week a lot of big news with uh with YouTube TV and the NFL and their yep. their you know Sunday ticket pricing and everything that's out there um, I have my TV through YouTube TV I realized I haven't opened YouTube TV in like two weeks so it that's is your regular TV it is, yeah so I don't I'm just that's all I'm watching is like is, is prospect tape which is not entertaining like it's fun it's good and it's it's informative and all that. But like that is what I'm doing right now. It is it's wild. Uh, what's going on with that? All right, you wrote about this because I want to know this. The last three years, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud, 
But DirecTV, I think I paid for a Sunday ticket one year. And then that's what I've heard from a lot of people. And then I just, and you know, we're at Raider games each week, but on the one bye week where we can watch other games, I've just called it up and all the games are there. And I don't think I paid for a cent. <laughs> and I have Red Zone too. And I don't think I paid for anything. Sure. I, that's what I've heard from a lot of people this week is that their biggest complaint is that, you know, even though the pricing is not that much more expensive than DirecTV was, most people seem to have not paid. I guess DirecTV would incorporate it into specials or they would. You know, you would say, "Hey, I'm I'm canceling Directv. Like, what if we give you Sunday ticket for free?" Right. Um, right it's right, been right, something right. like that, and so most people just haven't paid for it. So I think the the sticker shock for most people isn't, "Hey, this has gone up like fifty dollars," and in some cases, gone down fifty dollars because you can you know be a subscriber and pre order it, and it'll actually be cheaper than it would have been under Directv. The biggest issue is, "Hey, Directv used to just give us this for free. Now I assume at some point there's going to catch some, up. There's going to be some of that." For YouTube With TV, YouTube, where they're YouTube like, YouTube? okay, well, if you're going to cancel us, we'll we'll give it to you. But I don't know for sure. I mean, you know, Google is a massive company, and I don't know how much they're going to be concerned about it. But clearly, the the reason they got Sunday Ticket wasn't necessarily to make money off Sunday Ticket. It's to drive more subscribers to their service, mm -hmm. uh, and so that's what they're planning to do here. So we'll see how they how they work some of that stuff out. But I've definitely heard from a lot of people that said, you know, it's I not that the, it's not that the price has gone up. It's that yeah, you don't pay. And I, I, I talked to somebody the other day that said that they had. Given them Sunday ticket one year, like twelve years ago, yeah, and then they just kept renewing it every year, every year for free. Yeah, I don't which think I, that, that I, was I'm wild. Four too. years in, and I, I think I paid the first year was it three something? I don't know what it was. I don't know, but I it was about four hundred a year. Okay, apparently. I I paid it, and then I was actually questioning myself: Will I pay it every year? But then I would call it up, and it would be there, and I'm like, oh, yep. I haven't paid anything. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people. So I, I think that's one of the initial sticker shocks that people have had of. I just haven't paid at all, and now it's you know it's a different place. Um, a lot of people just don't know how to get it. I mean, I, look, there is a generation certainly of we all stream everything. Like I, I haven't had. I, I think I want to make sure we're not a. You didn't read a Directv or a Cox we cable sponsored, ad, did you? We <laughs> like, I, I haven't had we're cable okay. or I haven't had cable or satellite in in years. So I've been streaming everything for a long time. But there are people like I, my dad said, "You what? How do I YouTube TV?" How do you get that? So I, you know, I, I think that there is that that concern too from people, but um, people will get there. People will learn. I think for sure, most smart TVs already have the app built in. You just have to go open it and kind of play with it, experiment with it a little bit. I think people will figure it out. Um, but there is that 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 fear from a lot of people who have just said, every year I've turned on my TV. Now the other concern I think a lot of people have is, well, I've never gotten Sunday ticket. I just go to my local bar and. Watch all the watch, games, right? Right. Um, or here in Las Vegas, I just go to the sports book, watch all the games. The sports books will be fine for sure. I do think there's going to be a little bit of adjustment period for sports bars, where I assume there's going to be people that go into their bar on a Sunday morning in September for Week One, and they don't have it. And whoever's working the bar that morning just goes like, goes to turn on Directv, and they're like, "Wait, what? Where where is this?" Right. Um. And and I also thought, look, I've I've talked to, and I'm working on something on this right now. I've talked to some. Um, some bar managers and people in, in that industry that have kind of reached out and said, how do I do this? I, I think that there's going to be, I don't think you're going to have to do that in a bar. I don't think you have to get YouTube TV necessarily in a bar. I think there's going to be a corporate purchase uh, for this. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, if, if you have a local spot that you go to, if you're close with the management there, I'd talk to them right now. Say, hey, what's the plan? Have you guys kind of put this in place? Have you figured this out? Because uh, it will be something that comes up in a lot of different places. A lot of people individually, a lot of businesses, I think are going to have to adjust to what this is. How much am I on the hook if I only get this? If you only get Sunday ticket? If I don't want YouTube TV? 
Uh, it's an extra hundred dollars. So I think it's if you want. Uh, I think it's three eighty nine. If, if I just want this, if you're a subscriber, it's four eighty nine for Sunday ticket and Red Zone. If you're not a subscriber, and you wait, so if you do it right now, you get a hundred dollars off. No chance the wife is going for that. I got no chance. Well, you're at the games. I'm at the game, so it doesn't matter. It's like the yeah. bye week. Like I get to like and, watch and it, so it doesn't really matter. The other one is people have asked about Red Zone, and so I can I can tell them I, what I have learned from YouTube, from YouTube TV and reaching out to Google and, and their people is that people will still be able to purchase Red Zone for I think twelve dollars a month, which seems On like YouTube a fairly TV. fairly decent deal. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, Red Zone's not bad. Yeah. Um. All right, let's get to some Raiders. I wanted to ask you if. You can't stay at seven. Let's le- let's start it off with that. And they've got the seventh pick in the first round. If you can't stay at seven, and you have to go one way or another up the board, which way would you go? It's interesting. Um, so I'll first start by saying I am one hundred percent sold and convinced and locked in. And every way, I, every way I do mocks, I've tried different. F- I've tried different formats. I've tried to make the picks in front of them myself. I've tried to have the you know, the mock simulator auto draft in front of me and then see what I'm left with. Um, I am sold on Devin Witherspoon. That That's the guy to me at seven. And if you could stay at seven and get him, like I think that's an ideal scenario in the first round. He's the uh, corner from Illinois. Corner from Illinois. There is a chance that he goes earlier. There's certainly a chance that the, the Lions take him at six ahead of the Raiders. Uh, there's certainly a chance that he's gone. And then in that scenario, that's when I would absolutely look to trade down. Like I wouldn't trade up. As much as I like Devin Witherspoon, I don't think I'm trading up for a corner uh, in that spot. That's not, you know, last year Sauce Gardner was a different level. If they're trading up, they're trading up for a quarterback. I would think so. I would think so. I know one mock draft had them trading up for an offensive lineman. That was preposterous to me. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, but I would not trade up, even though I really am sold on Witherspoon. And I think he's a he's going to be a very good player, and I think the fans here would love watching him play. I'm not trading up for him. So if he falls, I'm taking him. If he If he's not there on the board – a lot of the scenarios that I've worked through, I would I would definitely look to trade back. Like I don't think that there's a guy at seven if Witherspoon is gone. Like I wouldn't pivot to Gonzalez. I don't I don't put him on that same level. I put him definitely a notch below Witherspoon. So if if he's gone, what if Jalen Carter's there? I, we've talked about. I, I just don't think the Raiders can do it. Okay. I, I think I think he's they a did phenomenal bring him player. In. We should they say that him they brought sure. him in for a visit for sure. Uh, I just I don't know with. The Ruggs trial hasn't happened yet. Like right, they're at right. some point, let's say you draft him. And look, PR is one. Th- if we're talking strictly football, we're ignoring PR. We're ignoring everything else. No, you take him if you just you take him. Talking football, but you're not. And in the end, if you if you want to take a PR hit for a while and then move and then on, he's really really good, and he doesn't do anything else. Then you could do it. Fans are going to forget about that. I, I heard, um, and I don't think I told this uh, on the podcast, but I heard uh, Michael Lombardi, former GM, who does a lot of media, is actually very influential. Uh, if you see line moves in the mock draft betting market, it's probably because Michael Lombardi has said something about one of the players or said something about one of the teams, and he moves markets for sure uh, because he is influential in that world. Um, and he's the father of the Raiders offensive coordinator, uh, Mick, Lombardi. Mick Lombardi. So you, uh, yeah. he definitely has good sources with the Raiders. But I heard him talking about a a regret uh, that you know he lived through as a as a general manager of having a player with a ton of potential red flags a touch, a touch of poten- tons of potential baggage and they decided you know we're not going to do it we're not going to make this selection we can't do it 
It just wouldn't be worth the PR hit. And he said the player went on to be a Hall of Famer. And I, I don't want to, I don't, I won't mention who it is, but um, a lot of people would could be, maybe be able to figure it out. But at the draft, he fell, went on to be a Hall of Famer, and he said we should have, we should have just embraced football. our thoughts because he said, "Hey, we've edited him. We thought he was fine, but it was like you don't want to take that PR hit. You don't want to, you don't want to try to sell to the public if something does go wrong. Hey, we thought it was okay, right? And so, and, and he has those regrets. So I, I think it's really fair." for the Raiders to do all, the, all their due diligence. But like at some point, you're not only going to take the PR hit when you make the draft pick. You're When the Henry Ruggs trial does start, again, That's what it's going to be story. It's going to be right. every national media outlet is going to be in town doing these stories about, hey, the Raiders are going through this trial. A woman is dead and her dog in the community. A player you know, had his life ruined by, him, by his own actions. But – and they're going to do this again and again. And the Raiders still went ahead and picked a guy who was in a similar situation. Right. Like that is going to that's going to happen. So, are you willing to put up with that? How much How much better does he make you? And those are the things you have to weigh. And I think in the end they're just not going to do it. But I don't think he's going we'll to be see. around there when they pick anyway. I don't either. And so that, that's the other thing. In my so it won't matter. In my uh, in my latest mock draft that'll be Five up to Sunday Seattle? on the Review Journal. Uh, actually, four to Houston. You have Houston coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Who going up? Indianapolis? Yeah. Where the Colts just say, you know what? We're we're not going to wait till four. We're not going to let somebody trade up to three. We'll just trade up to two. And Houston, if they don't want to take a quarterback, will absolutely that's what's going on right now, by the way, for those that are wondering, hey, why is Houston telling every reporter in the world that they're not taking a quarterback? It's probably they're they're opening they're shopping the pick, is is right. essentially what's happening. So um yeah, I, I think if you're not going to take a quarterback at two, you're probably trading back if you're Houston. And if they were going to take Jalen Cutter at two anyway, why not trade back to four? You'll still get him, get him four. still get him, and and move on from there. Right. So, and if you don't, then you're probably getting Will Anderson, right? Which is more than fine. So, I, I think that's probably what they're looking at right now. So, again, as we get to, as we as we start breaking down all these possible scenarios, yes, Devin Witherspoon will be my guy at seven. If he is gone, I would look to trade back. You could go potentially offensive line, but I that's not what I would do. As much as I think Skaronski, even Paris Johnson is going to be okay. Um, I think you're okay on the offensive line. I think you need to build a defense. You need playmakers at all three levels of the defense. I yep. think that's where uh, you need to find guys. And so they need to find two to three starters out of this draft, don't they? I, I would think so. Yeah. And Don Dave on defense. Yeah, uh, depending on you know how close you think you are and how competitive you well, think you can think be next year. Close. I don't either. Um, but you need to find guys that are going to be. You know, I don't. I don't need a starter this year. If I'm the Raiders, I, I need a starter for you know two, three, four years right. for you know down the road. You need guys that you can develop and are going to be ready to compete when you're ready to compete. And so um, that's what I'd be looking for. Uh, but I would, if Witherspoon's not there, I'd look to trade back and find another defensive player somewhere. Okay. Um, I want to ask you again, uh, and maybe your uh, opinion has changed. Is there any chance Josh Jacobs holds out? Oh, I think so. I think there's a chance for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's definitely a chance. And I, I I do what I should finish the thought and say when when I say the Raiders should trade back, they have a ton of draft capital already. Like they don't 12 need, picks. they don't they're not gonna use I don't think they're gonna use all twelve picks. Right. So I would trade back, but I would continue to look for ammo to trade up. So I would I would be like, All right, I'm gonna trade back, get some more capital. If I could get first round pick next year, awesome. 
great. But if, if I'm trading back, I'm looking for, all right, now I'm going to have 14, 15 picks. Now I'm going to use those picks to move up strategically at different spots in the draft to attack players I want because I don't want, you know, I don't want to necessarily come out of this with 14 players. No, no. But you're I, not going to hit on 14 players. The more, I don't think yeah, you're going to hit on 12. The more ammo you have, the more you can strategically kind of use that later in the draft and, and move up in spots. Um, as far as Josh Jacobs, yeah, I mean, he kind of made it clear, like, don't do this. He said, don't do this. Don't don't put the tag on me. And the, the Raiders did what they had to do. Like in the Raiders position, they have to. Once you don't pick up the option, which obviously now is a huge mistake, um, you have to put the tag on him. You have to make sure that if he does leave, you're gonna get something for him. But Josh Jacobs also is in a spot like you can't as a running back, your your shelf life is only so long. You have to get a contract. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. I don't think I don't think they have any intention to give him a long-term deal. I don't either. I think ideally they would go they would actually go well, like less two money. Years? Two less years money? I think like two years, sixteen, two years seventeen is probably the the sweet spot that they'd be looking for, and he's probably looking for four, four and forty. Oh, no chance! And I have a better chance of being six six maybe, at this point. Maybe even more. Four and forty, me? four and forty four, four and oh. forty five. Um, that's probably what he's looking for. And so that that's that's the stalemate that they're at. And so does he? You know, if you if you think about where he's coming from, again, I I know a lot of times you. As a as a fan, you're looking at where the organization's coming from because that's you know you're that's who you're a part of. You want to you want them to succeed and you want them to be on a good side. But if you're on Josh Jacobs' side, you did this last year. Like last year, you were going into a contract season. You bet on yourself with no security for the long term. If you get hurt last year and can't sign another contract, that's it. And he did this once before. And he went out and he outperformed everyone's expectations. Led the league in rushing. He was unbelievable last season. So he, in his mind, he said, "Okay, I played a year with no security blanket, no long term, no long term, no, no guarantees, nothing. If this, if this is it, last year, that's it. There's nothing behind it. And now you're going to do that again, again when your shelf yeah, life. Yeah, I think they are going to do that again. Right, but I'm saying for him." Oh, for his your, side, when your I, shelf I, yeah, life, I agree. Your shelf life as a running back, you're already you're already past it. Like most running backs are done at this point. So you, so you're going to go into another season and take that chance again with no long term security. There's just no way. So I I you have to understand where he's coming from in this. Losing and you a lot have of money holding out. You have to understand where the team's coming from too. Yeah. So, but if you hold, if you do hold out, and again, you know, say you say you just didn't play the season. Now the Raiders Ooh. could do the Raiders could. <laughs> do this to him again if that happened but at some point i think you would much rather you'd rather miss the season and then potentially get a contract next year the Le'Veon bell route even though it didn't really work out for him i think you'd rather do that and have some guaranteed money in the future than to just try to play it out and risk it again i i just don't think as a running back as much as you want to have pride and say hey, i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna lead the league in rushing again i'm not gonna get hurt everything's gonna be cool as much as you want to say that that's not that's not a great long-term strategy. So I, I, I get, I totally get where both sides are coming from. I don't think there's a villain. He, you know, he said, no, a hero to a villain. Yeah, he, I, he, I remember he said, the quote. If you put the tag on me, it'll be hero, hero to, villain. to villain. It's not a villain. I don't think he's a villain. 
And I, I think some fans see it that way. I think the organization could potentially see it that well, way. You and I both know if we we're there on opening day of training camp or whenever or OTAs or whenever, and he's not there, all of a sudden he's going to be selfish to the fan base because they're going to want he's of the course. leading rusher in the league and they're going to want him back. And that will be completely unfair, but that's how fans respond. Yeah. It, it, and it's it's kind of unfair, very unfair, I think. But, you know, I, I don't think I don't think a most fans that watch, and I'm not ripping on fans, but I don't think most fans would want to put themselves in that position. If it was their career, their livelihood, I don't think they'd want to do that. So costs a lot um, of money to hold out. It does. But it, it could potentially cost you a lot of money to play on a tag and get hurt. Yes, yes. The tag's what, 10 point something million? Sure, but it, with nothing behind it. With literally right. no no promises of anything. And like you said, they could do this to him again next year. They can do <laughs> they it two could. years in a row, they can't could. they? Yeah, they could. Which would, I mean, look... It, it's not it's not a comfortable situation it's it's what it's what running backs go through in this league it's i mean a couple of guys have signed long-term deals and their teams are looking to trade them right now it's it's just the reality of the market but you've got to try to get what you can when you can and that's what josh jacobs is trying to do what about your mock drafts let's talk about that before we get out of here where are you in your mock drafts uh number three is coming out there is a stunner for the raiders oh no a stunner i thought raiders. you're i thought you're locked in on the illinois corner with their first pick of the first round. Ah, okay. All right. Throwing a little hiccup in there, huh? Yeah, sure. Throwing a little sure, wrench in there. Why not? Yeah. There's so many scenarios that can play out at a mock draft, and so we're just kind of playing around some things right now. This will not be the final version, but it's one possibility of what could happen. Right. You missing TV? You want to take a guess? Uh, Nothing? That they trade back. Do you, are you still staying at seven? Staying at seven. I mean, they trade back into the teens? In the 20s. Okay, we'll see. Another defensive you can, player. You can read it with. You can read it with everyone else. Hooker. It's, it's a solid guess. We'll see what happens. Well, you, if if the top four quarterbacks, doesn't that make it? Doesn't make sense. Hooker's going in the first round for sure. You would think so. So I would think if you wanted to take a guy like Hendon Hooker, you'd probably have to trade back into the first round. Right. Right. Did I hit it? It's a good guess. <laughs> Hendon Hooker. It's a good guess. In the twenties. It's a good guess. I'm here hitting things, Larry. It's amazing. It's amazing how I hit things. Uh, so when is that guess. coming out? Sunday. And we are taping this on Friday. And without glitches, you'll actually see this. What do you think? We're going to see this one? So I, this <laughs> one's good. I, uh, so you, you mentioned watching things. Going back to uh, the watching of tape, I had a, a fan reach out to me the other day. Um, and he it was it was one forty five in the morning. And I got a text that said, hey, I've been watching some film on uh jack campbell linebacker from iowa what do you think and i said ah haven't loved him I, I i like a lot of what he does he's a very smart player brings a lot to the table but i think that there's some some issues uh that he has and they said i don't know i would i love him i want to take him uh, i think the raiders should do it maybe even trade back into the late first round to get him and i said all right i'll look again 515 i'm still watching film on this guy, <laughs> this guy. what'd you think it was I mean it was way too much. Uh I think that he is he is far more athletic than he's given credit for. Obviously very productive in college, really, really good player. I thought that there was times that he let uh he let offensive linemen get to the second level on him and get into his body. And then he was able to shed them off and go make a play. But then you're looking like what level players are these guys that are getting into him? And if a, if he lets 
offensive lineman at the next level in the NFL get into his body, well, he's not shedding the he's not no. shedding the block no. and going to make a play. So I think there was way too many situations where that happened to him. But I do think uh, I, I do think teams will look at him and say, "Man, so smart, so instinctive. He plays much faster. He's really fast. Well, where but is he, he? He plays much he, faster. Uh, Predict. I've, I've seen a lot of second, maybe third. Second, third uh, rounder. Second, third round projections on him, and and look, linebacker is a really complicated position to, to scout. Um, if you look, even even the guys that do, uh, and I know PFF's controversial, but it, even even the guys that do PFF, uh, you know, will say linebackers are probably the toughest position to to evaluate and to score on a weekly basis because their their jobs are so complicated. It's hey, is this play? Are you, were you were you responsible for blitzing? Were you responsible for you know shadowing a, a quarterback? Were you responsible for uh, potentially getting a running back out in coverage if there's a pass play, were you supposed to drop into cover? Like, what were you supposed to do? And if you were cl- too close to the line, did you get sucked in, or was that something that you're supposed to do on that play? Like, it's a really complex position to try to score, so it, it's tough to evaluate those guys. But um, I think there was a lot to like about them for sure. Uh, but I just, I, I just kept seeing it, and I would like, I'd go and I'd, I'd rewind it and say, all right, he got through that guy, he got through that guard, but is that that guard's never going to be playing in the NFL? Would an NFL guard allow that? Probably not. And then you're just like watching it over and over again. And then finally, I just said, "Wait, it's it's five fifteen. I, I got to stop." I know who I need to evaluate. The nut job that's t- texting you at one forty-five. I, I know. Who's this person? Massive fan. Really good Football. fan too. F- former. He's, he was a a former player. Knows a lot of a lot of current pro players. Really watches a lot of film and uh, really really insightful. But he he we definitely disagreed. And then we started texting and again i text I, I was like i'm done like 515 i was like i'm done he was like it's like i don't know man i still he's still trying to defend him i was like i can't no more no more and that that's what this month is it is a wild wild month leading up to the draft you too right you're that's what you're doing every day I'm very excited the, how, how thrilled would the family be if you were like nah i got to watch more film on jack campbell uh she'd be okay with it because i kind of hogged the tv you know i'm i'm back in the family feud mode okay Back in the family feud. You, I, I can't do it with you, with your family feud obsession. <laughs> the obsessed. old family feud was better. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I still, I love Fast Money. I will often just go through the whole show to get to Fast Money. Can we set one up for for next week here and do you, Fast Money? Give, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll just throw you five categories and you have to give me the answer. And who will decide what the number one? Uh, who, who will I'll, I'll, the top I'll go back through old episodes. I'll find what the actual points were and see if you would have see if you would have got the number one answer. All right. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna fail. Why would you say that? I mean, I feel like you're. you're well, here's you, the thing. You're way here's too excited for it's family. It's easy. Feud. I will give you this. And and uh, Steve Harvey has said this. I'm your man. Uh, besides saying that, he says that it's much easier sitting at home doing it. Of course. So yeah, the I lights. haven't been under I haven't been under the bright lights. Do you it. are right now. There's when no I'm at home, I'm terrific at it, and I'm yelling at the TV. How could you say that? How could you say that? It's such an easy response. I've already I've done this on the show, so we don't have to do it. We don't have to run back through it. I just don't like that they intentionally now in the current day in the Steve Harvey family feud, which he's great at hosting it, but they intentionally set you up to give an answer that is really either controversial or, or overtly sexual or risque. And then when you actually, the, the person's like, I don't know I'm supposed to say this, but, and it's clearly the answer they want you to say because right. that's how they wrote right. the question. And then Steve Harvey's like, oh, you set them up to say that. Well, he didn't. Why Whoever you write sh- the question, whoever's writing the but question. But he knows when he that. asked the question, what it's being set up to say. And then he acts stunned when they actually say the thing it's that they're acting. obviously trying to get you to say. 
Good acting by Steve. It's over the top. Just if something happens naturally, because that's what they're going for. It happened a couple of times on the original show. It was magical moments. But when you set it up to do it on purpose every episode, it's not magical anymore. Except for you, apparently. You're still into You love it. (laughs) I've got, if you call up my DVR, it's just massive amounts of them. Because I film each one of them. And each day, I think there's three to four on. And I don't watch a lot of them. Like one, uh, you know, night trying to trying to get tired, trying to you know the, the eyes on the TV set get you tired. I throw it's, in a few of those. I'll admit when I when it's when it's back to you know, Norma, after the drafts, I'll, I'll I have a bunch of weakest link episodes okay. recorded. I'm All into right. that. That's a good that's a good game show. Okay. Um, I I want you to watch Jury Duty. Okay. You love The Office. Is it a series or a movie? Uh, no, it's a series. Ugh. Series. I can't invest that much time. I think like it's like the office, like 30, 35 minutes each. It's not that much. It's the not office that much. is twenty two. Okay, well thirty thirty five. <laughs> All right. All right. At home, watch jury duty. Uh Amazon Prime. Oh, am I over here? I, I gotta start worrying about these uh, television cameras. This is all new to us, Larry. Draft we're is used, coming. So we're, we're only two it. weeks out. We're only two weeks out of the draft. April twenty seventh is the first day of the draft. Countdown we'll be, begins. We'll be down at Raiders headquarters. Set that on your timer. Two uh, weeks. Boy, we've run over. We should never give the people this much uh, good stuff. That's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal and Blue Wire. Remember, their new episodes of Vegas Nation three times a week. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. Find all that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm Ed Graney. Larry Mirror is our producer. We'll talk to you next week when I go for fast money. $20,000! Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there.